the hand. Ken is dropping film. Teens are dropping Facebook. Rick and Maggie are dropping The Walking Dead and so much more. So grab your spoons because the soup is served. I'm Cody from Game Life Balance US, a proud member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the one you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual. Check out all the other geeky podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com and get ready because geekiness begins in three, two, one. <laughs> All right, welcome to Digital Soup, the only podcast that doesn't believe in deodorant. <laughs> False. All natural for us, right, gentlemen? No. I believe in it. I think it exists. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't believe in it. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a fallacy. Yes, it was it was made up by uh the uh, deodorant people just to sell their product, mm-hmm. but it's, big, it it doesn't do anything. Yeah, big anti-perspirant at that. <laughs> yep. It's like a Hallmark you, holiday. Yeah, it's just fabricated to sell their deodorant. Every morning. (laughs) All right, everybody. Well, my name is Jason, and joining me in the virtual studio today is Adam and usually Dave. How's it going, gentlemen? Hi. (laughs) Hi. <laughs> Hi ho! It's off to work we go. Well, no, I was, I was thinking more like oh. Hi ho, Kermit the Frog. Oh, okay, all right, that kind of Hi ho. Gotcha. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Hi hos. Yeah, Dave's got a past with some Hi hos. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the crackers that were very similar. Yeah, to that's Ritz. what I meant. Knock off, <laughs> okay. knock off Ritz. Get Actually, uh. Uh, Ritz is the best of the, the buttery delicious, but the high hos aren't too bad. Yeah. It's sort of like the, uh, what is that? You get the real Oreo or the Hydrox. That's sort hey, of the same type of thing. Fun fact, the Hydrox actually came out first. Oh, really? Mm, yep. And it, I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast the other day, and it was Uh-oh. him and talking to Kevin Smith. And oh, boy. He mentioned hi, <laughs> Joe Rogan and Kevin Smith. <laughs> Sorry. I, um, <laughs> I saw their pictures they posted online right before they went on, and that sounded like an interesting show. Um, they, were, they actually talked about Hydrox, and <laughs> what it was named for was based on, like, whatever chemical they made, the hydrogen, hyd- whatever it was, that turned out to be really bad for you is what they named the cookie after they were talking about Hydrox. <laughs> what the? Nice. Yeah, now i got to look up what Hydrox stood for. <laughs> yeah, that's like, oh, t- t- try our new delicious dessert here. It's called Lanced Boil. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Wasn't he a, a bike racer? <laughs> yeah, he got caught with steroids. Lanced Boil. <laughs> Live strong, man. Oh, what are they thinking of Chef Boyle D? <laughs> yeah. um, that big ravioli is just bursting in your mouth. Let's see. Oh, that is oh, disgusting. <laughs> oh, man. You know Adam doesn't have a very good stomach, and you're saying that. Oh, this is going south quick. Uh, Let's see. I here. went, uh, while Adam's looking up the origin story of Hydrox, I got to go see Solo the other night. Ah, so what did you film. think? I loved it. I thought it was really. A blast. Oh yeah, you didn't think it uh, was worth the worst premiere ever of any Star Wars film no. ever. See, here's the thing that I think it, it's yes, it's a Star Wars movie, and it's being compared to the main Star Wars films, you know, through history. But I think this is a case where we're seeing, you, you know, things coming back to reality where not every film can break a record. 
You know what I mean? And I know they're expecting this, but even the studio was only expecting or projecting like a $130 million opening weekend. So they what weren't- What did it do? Uh, I, I don't remember the exact numbers. I want to say yeah, 100, right. 110, somewhere in there. Oh, failure. Yeah, but they're going to make their money. And, and <laughs> He's like, yeah, but. <laughs> well, it, I, I wouldn't call it a failure at all. I mean, from, from everything I've heard and, and people I've talked to that I know online and stuff, they say the movie is really good. And so I went and checked it out, and I got to say, it was just a, it was a lot of fun. It, it wasn't um, trying to be something it wasn't, for lack of a better term. It just it knew what it was. And it gave you a real fun Star Wars story. It felt like Star Wars. And it was it was really cool. The only thing that I'm trying to wrap my head around is roughly where in the timeline. Uh, I know it's a prequel with Han Solo and everything else, but like where does it where does it stack up in comparison? And I could probably Google this, but in comparison to like a new hope, you know, before we meet Han Solo for the first time. Because it's not like he was an old man in those movies, you know. And so mm -hmm. I'm just kind of curious to see where, you know, how, how much earlier this, this solo movie takes place compared to the, you know, the original new hope. So, but overall I thought it was a lot of fun. You know, it, 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 it was really cool. I, I don't want to spoil anything. But, no. You know, when you meet <laughs> Han dies at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, not at that end of that movie, oh, but okay. he does die in a few other movies. What? Han dies at the end. Wasn't that that? Hot John dies at the end. Was that the remake or? Did you say Hyundai? Yeah. Hyundai, yes. No, I Hyundai. traded mine in. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so Hydrox was started in 1908. Yeah, and it was it was a combination of hydrogen and oxygen, to, like what makes up a water molecule to make up the word. So it sounds like the the podcast that I was listening to wasn't quite accurate. Uh oh. <laughs> oh man, Oreo came out in 1912, and Hydrox are supposedly still really awesome. I remember liking them as a kid. So. Oh yeah, we we had them too because you what? know unlike Dave we were poor. Oh yeah. Well, they were discontinued after poor. 1999 when Sunshine was acquired by Keebler, yeah. Later acquired by Kellogg's, and then product was reintroduced by Leaf Brands in 2015. So mm -hmm. let me ask you this: the burning question: mm -hmm. What is the preferred method for each of you when it comes to enjoying your Oreo or Hydrox? In this case. Ah. I subscribe to the internet hack method where you jam a fork into the cream and fully dunk without getting your fingers wet. Oh, I never heard that one. It is awesome. It's a game changer. It's kind of like using chopsticks to eat Cheetos. Your fingers don't get orange. <laughs> chopsticks. <laughs> Jeez, I would be a super thin guy if all I had was chopsticks to eat with. Um, I'm so boring when I eat it. I eat it just the way it comes, man, just like a sandwich. I don't yeah. take it apart. I don't lick the frosting off. I don't suck on anything. I just bite it. <laughs> See, I, I take, I, I'm kind of closer to Adam's style. <laughs> I don't want to hear about you biting. No. Well, you know how I, sometimes they'll just, they'll suck all the frosting off. I don't do any of that type of stuff. Yeah, a lot of people will split them in half and eat the eat the uh, frosting mm -hmm. in the middle and then dip the rest. But I, I my, my favorite way, although it's nothing I do anymore, but when I would eat Oreos or, or Hydrox, my favorite preferred method was to grab a bowl out of the cabinet and fill said bowl with cookies and then just pour the milk over it like I was eating cereal because really oh. there's no difference in that than compared to cookie crisp, for example. Uh, uh, other than the level of shame you feel as you <laughs> I didn't yeah. feel shame. I felt I felt uh sweet satisfaction. Pride. <laughs> <laughs> 
I felt I was being efficient. <laughs> now, just for clarification, I did uh, straight up lie to you guys. I forgot the preferred way that I eat my Oreos. Yeah. And that is in a DQ Blizzard. I do oh, love a DQ Blizzard Oreo. Those are delish. They mm-hmm. are. They are. <sighs> so it sounds like... Uh... Oh, come on, come on. No, let me do this. Let me do this. Okay. All right, because I know which way you're going to say. And speaking of preferred ways, you know, I really prefer my Walking Dead with Andrew Lincoln and Lauren Colhan. What do you guys think? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But that was a pretty good segue, wasn't it? It was really good. Very good. <laughs> it was really good. Top um, of your game. What, what are they What are they going to do when their lead character is gone and... No idea. I mean, here's the thing. In the comic book, now I haven't read the comic book in forever because I wanted to stop because I, I wanted to be surprised. Uh, up until like two seasons ago, I knew basically what was going to go on because I was reading the comic. Uh, I stopped because I wanted to be surprised. But to this day, comic, just so you guys know, is probably two, three years ahead now. Far There's two or three more years of story past where we are in the TV series, the comic. And uh, Rick Grimes is still in the comic. Carl Grimes is still in the comic. Mm-hmm. Sophia is still in the comic. That That is uh, what's-her-name's daughter that died, I believe it was, what, in season one or season two? Was it dysentery? Looking... No, not of dysentery. She oh. died of zombieism. Oh. Uh, but... Uh, what was so extreme dysentery? <laughs> yes. What 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 is her name? Carol. 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 Uh, her daughter. Yeah. Carl. Oh, if only they would have gotten <laughs> but, uh, married. So this is really. <laughs> yeah. uh, the comic, uh, the TV show, is really distancing itself from the comic because what this big story is that just got released this week was that both Andrew Lincoln and Lauren Cohan will be leaving during, not after. Not once season nine is complete, but during season nine. And actually, they both are only, they're only signed for six episodes. And specifically for uh, Lauren Cohan, she's signed for six of the first eight. So, you know, she's only going to be in the first part of the season. So she's either going to die or she's going to leave the group and we'll never see her again. Something has to happen to, and that's Maggie Ree for anybody who doesn't know the uh, actress's character. That is uh, Glenn's wife, you know, uh, you know, Glenn, I I pop in Glenn, you know, (laughs) Uh, but so she's six of the first eight episodes is what she's going to be in. Now, uh, Rick Grimes, Andrew Lincoln's character is going to be in six episodes for the entire season nine. So we don't know how that's going to be. Is it going to be in the back half of the uh, season? Nope. The front half of the season or maybe three and three. I got Uh, it. We don't know what this what i solved it just now oh, go ahead man and, and i've never watched past season one let's just clarify that yes so i have no insider <laughs> trading info nothing so oh, what's going to happen is uh rick is going to get himself captured and he's going to okay. get there everyone's going to think he's dead and then mid-season you're going to see that he's actually captured and holed up in some hidden cell somewhere by some group that's not going to let him out and the whole his whole arc is going to be him trying to escape as captors, and in the end he'll get fed to zombies. I'm I'm calling it right now. Okay. This is Dave. This is Dave from the Digital Soup Podcast. This is Dave from the Digital Soup <laughs> okay, Podcast, who has never watched more than season one. And uh, I am six feet two inches tall. I might as well give all kinds of qualifiers here, right? <laughs> now <laughs> for long walks on the beach. <laughs> now here is the reason why uh, these two are leaving. Now a lot of the um, actors. 
the contracts were up at the end of season eight. So there was negotiation going on last season. Well, that explains it. Next story. And no, no. Well, here, we're going to go a little more in depth here because we are the digital soup. We cover every news story 100%. And uh, Lauren Cohan, uh, they could not come to an agreement, AMC and Lauren Cohan. So she actually went and signed up for. I don't, I don't know how these actors and actresses do it, uh, sign contracts, I guess, whatever. She's contra- contractually obligated to be in ABC's Whiskey Cavalier because it did get picked up. Originally, when she uh, signed up for the pilot, it hadn't been picked up. So then she did sign a contract with AMC, but after that happened, then ABC did pick up Whiskey Cavalier. She's contractually obligated, so now she does have to go to that show. That's her story. That's why she's leaving the the series. Andrew Lincoln is tired of The Walking Dead. Uh, There's been several interviews with him in the past week uh, where he said he just wants to focus on movies. He's, He's enjoyed his time on The Walking Dead, has enjoyed his time as Rick Grimes, but now it's time for him to move on. How long has AMC and, you know, the producers and directors of The Walking Dead known about this? Uh, it w- who knows? Uh, because, I mean, I guess it- now Adam watches the show, so he kind of sees it. You know, he's going to know what I'm talking about, but Dave, not at all. But they've kind of been hinting about things going on. Okay, his son just died. That's a big thing there. He still has his girlfriend. But a lot of the flash forward scenes or the different scenes that they teased throughout the season that we did see uh, what happened later on, it looked like he was dying. Like, remember when he was underneath that tree with the uh, like stained glass hanging from the tree? We all thought he was, you know, shot or stabbed and he was dying in the tree, but it turned out he was. And he did have a big fight with Negan, but he did survive it. But uh, maybe they... This is kind of like the writers and you know the showrunner of the show hinting at, hey, Rick Grimes isn't long for this world, the Walking Dead world. Yeah. Here's another little thing that th- this just popped up uh, over the last week, too, with both uh, Andrew Lincoln and Lauren Cohen leaving the show. Mm-hmm. Norman Reedus, who plays Daryl Dixon, just signed a $20 million contract to stay on. And a lot of people are speculating that because of this, they're going to actually bring Daryl more to the you know the forefront, and he's going to maybe take the leading uh, you know character that Andrew Lincoln had, hmm. uh, which is actually kind of funny because, uh, Adam, take a look at last season. Did Daryl Dixon say more than a dozen words the entire season? I don't remember him saying much. Yeah, he was, I mean, uh, for a lot of it, he was under Negan's thumb, and Negan would not let him say a word. And uh, even when he got out, he didn't say a whole lot. So now he's going to have to come to the forefront if that's you know he's signed on if that's what their plan is to make him the new leading man it's gonna be you know a little bit different having daryl uh, have a lot of lines hopefully he can pull it off hopefully well it'll it'll be a drastic change to the show for sure but it's also we're already talking season nine here it's it's had a good run too you it know, has had a good run Let's see, let's see what happens. You know what else you know had, what a, good else had a good run? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I knew you were going to say it. I was going to say Arnold Schwarzenegger from The Running Man. Oh, he had the best run ever. Um, he, no. had, he had to split. <laughs> I was going to say the last film camera from Canon. Oh, hey, that's perfect, man. Do the whole story as Arnold. <laughs> so Canon has announced it is officially discontinuing the US 1V. <laughs> It's last film camera, it, as reported <laughs> by Pat the Pixel. <laughs> Sorry. Can you do? Can you do one of those? Wow! Wow! Production of the S1D is launched in two thousand. 
<laughs> actually ceased in 2010, <laughs> but maybe it will be back. <laughs> <laughs> but Canon continued to sell the remaining stock, although this means Canon is no longer selling any film cameras. It doesn't spell the death of film, at least not yet. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it's morphing into something like Spanish-y. <laughs> I kind of like it, though. <laughs> Arnold am, Schwarzenegger as I a Spaniard. Antonio Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> Nikon still sells two film cameras. <laughs> the F6 and the FM10. There. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so nobody probably caught anything that I said. But Canon has ended the sale of its last film camera. I yeah. thought they did that a long time ago. Nope. Hmm. Well, they did actually eight years ago. They officially ceased it, uh, but they still probably they still had stock that they had to get rid of. Yeah, they ceased production of it. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. That being said, I I don't. You know, they they talk about this like, oh, it's not the end of film. Of course, because everybody right now, film is very, very big. A lot of photographers are going back to it because it's helping them slow down in their you process. You mean hipsters are going back well, to it. No, I'm just kidding. No, just they kidding. are what... Uh, I'm going to give the hipsters some credit here because they are really <laughs> what's made a, a resurgence in this. Records? As much, yeah, as much... Oh, no, not records. Or vinyl, but, whatever you yeah. you hipsters call it, vinyl, I <laughs> no, guess. And, and, and much to the dismay, I'm sure, of, of a lot of people and friends I know that shoot film regularly who are not hipsters at all, they hate it when, when cameras are associated with hipsters. But the simple fact is it got cool to start shooting these old film cameras again. And cameras that you used to be able to pick up used for a couple hundred dollars you know, these beautiful medium format film cameras, everything else are now back up in the thousand dollars or more range for these cameras that came out in 1960s and 70s. People are Hipst loving them. Hipsters are like, it's like an analog Instagram filter. Right. And that's basically <laughs> it. Oh, there's something about the color you can't wear, you know, replicate and well, everything which else. Which is true, which is why you've got such a massive amount of post-processing to replicate different film grains and things like that. Yeah, but what's what's interesting with it? I mean, film grain does happen when it when it comes to stuff like and I'm going to get a little photo <laughs> photo nerdy <laughs> here, but when you start looking at, you know, your your high-speed films, your ISO 800 or 1000 or more, you know, Trimac, Tri-X I should say, um, you know, some Wait of those are about 3200. Yeah. The ISO 800 or is it the ISO T800? <laughs> Get Adam? to the chopper. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but it's much like when I when I had a beard. I've had a beard my whole life. I mean, since I was, I I, I won a beard Where contest. He came out of the womb <laughs> no, with a beard. Not quite that early, but I, I literally won a beard growing contest against a, a senior uh, kid that was a senior in high school when I was in tenth grade. And I, I mean, I've grown a beard my whole life. I've worn a beard of some form virtually forever, you know, since I was old enough to grow one. And then all of a sudden hipsters decided beards were cool and everyone had them. And, you know, then people were like, oh, yeah, you got a cool, cool beard, man. And I'm like, yeah, I've had it since long before it became a thing. You know, and <laughs> I know there's a lot of film photographers out there who feel that same way where they've been shooting film for a long time or maybe they shot it originally and have gone back to it. And then it's a trendy thing. The downside, you know, to the hipsters making film popular again is that it, it's pushed the prices up so high. And so a lot of people that love shooting film now are having to spend a lot more money to do it. But I think you'll see a lot of film companies, you know, continue. And we're seeing more and more, you know, stories come out where Fujifilm 
just stopped production of their um, one of their film, their black and white film stocks that people like the the uh, Neopan 1600, I think Acros they call it or Acros. Um, you know, Codex cut some films, and but Codex also bringing back Ectochrome, which is I believe that's what it's called. Mm. Uh, you know, so there's there's a lot of uh, Ecto coolers coming back. Is what I, I, I wish. <laughs> Those are the well, <laughs> Hey, can I can I throw this back to our first story here that we were talking yeah. about real fast too? Because th- that's one of the things that uh, gives that unique look to the Walking Dead Prime is because that is actually uh, shot on film. Yeah. It's one of the mm. only, probably one of the only TV shows right now that's shot on film. Everything's digital. TV, even Fear probably, the yeah. Walking, yeah, even Fear the Walking Dead is uh, digital. Uh, but The Walking Dead, they decided to go film, and it, it does, it gives, I don't want to say grain, but it does give that, you don't have that sharp clarity, so it yep. it makes it look cooler, I think. I mean, I really like the looks of The Walking mm-hmm. Dead, and and go, let's go to still film cameras, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they look awesome too. I mean, all the different things you could do with them. Now, you can handle, uh, with film, you could do all kinds of crazy exposure stuff with them, can't you? Well, yes, and, and nothing. I shouldn't. Say I mean, nothing. crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's like so you could put outrageous. a pinhole in a truck, and you could take a picture uh, on like the back of the inside of yeah. the truck. Didn't we do yeah. a story on that one time? Yeah. There, there are there are people that Sounds do that. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. You okay? Yeah, I'm okay. There's <laughs> no callback the last week. Yeah. These uh, I've got to apologize, and I'm struggling. These allergies. I never had them when I was younger. I don't know nothing, and now as I get older, they just. They knocked me for a loop each year, and I spent all evening helping out with my daughter's softball practice and um, freshly cut mowed fields, you know, everything else, and it it was miserable. I feel like death warmed over, speaking of Walking Dead, but (laughs) (laughs) but yeah. Did you ever uh, think about maybe going over to, like, the pharmacy and and asking, you know, uh, probably not uh, the first one or the second one, but maybe go to the third clerk and uh, see if he could get you something for that. Uh, I could ask that third clerk; they might they might give you a little something, but it'll, it'll never happen. Uh, it could happen. Well, it probably won't because I think what was that guy's name? Uh, Kevin something. <laughs> the clerk's name. Kevin Smith. Yeah, there we go. Perfect <laughs> segue. All right, go with it, Dave. Yeah, so Jason, you put this story in here, and and for anyone like myself, I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan, and he's been kind of dropping hints, and not hints, flat out saying he's got a script together, he's got things ready to go for Clerks 3. It was set to begin filming a couple different times, and it just hasn't happened, and of course he had his big heart scare and all of that, which kind of put a, uh, you know, pause on everything there, but... This article you linked uh, makes a lot of sense, and I've heard this before because he had to really convince him to come back and do Clerks 2. But uh, Jeff Anderson, who plays Randall, uh, one of our our two lead characters in the the movie Clerks, doesn't want to return. He's kind of done acting. He literally (sighs) lives up in a cabin type, you know, very wildernessy, you know, isolated. Oh man, um, he's not going to go full walrus, is he? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, but it actually and this was a number of episodes a couple of years ago. Um he had Jeff Anderson on Smodcast with him and they they talked a lot cuz they're old friends or whatever and and he talked a lot about how, you know, he's really he doesn't want any part of acting, any part of Hollywood anymore. He 
whatever he's doing now, I, I can't remember what he's doing for a living or whatever, but he lives in a, in a pretty remote place. He likes his quiet and, and I think you he's know, got a food truck. <laughs> no, no, he just, he, he doesn't, doesn't want all, all the stuff that comes with, with being in a movie and being famous and I know money, women. Yep. <laughs> well, some people value, you know, their privacy and, and, uh, the ability to just kind of live in, in solitude, so to speak. And that's a real bummer because I know so many people were looking forward to it and seeing what it, what it was going to be, you know, and. Uh, a lot of talk through, if you listen to Smodcast, you'll hear him talk uh, about, you know, hints about what he was planning on doing and mm-hmm. how it was all going to go forward. But um, we are still supposed to see another Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah. So d- hmm. was the guy that played Dante, was he on board? And it was just the one guy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Jeff Anderson who's one of the two main characters. He He's yeah. the one that just, just doesn't want to do it anymore. But this happens all the time. There, There is no reason why they couldn't retool it with another character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't think of any other characters between Jay and Silent Bob and I'm these not, two. I'm not sure that would be the same, though, when it comes to Clerks. Yeah, Clerks Just was because real. of these are, it's such. In a row? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even supposed to be here today. That's what we were all saying earlier when Adam, Adam last minute said, hey, we need to record tonight, <laughs> but I'm not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> but yeah, otherwise, I'm, normally I agree with him. I mean, look at that, that happens a lot where they replace the actor. But yeah. I just, I think for clerics specifically, because it's such, it's a pure dialogue movie. Right. You know, it's just not going to be the same without him. Ooh, you know, they could get uh, one of Quentin Tarantino's guys nah. uh, to come on over and do it because he's pure dialogue too. Oh, See, Salma Hayek would be perfect. <laughs> no, not, I said no. guys. See, oh. the, the thing is, is, oh, it could be John Travolta. Come on. Ah, jeez. Give us a, give us some give us the 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 Star Wars dialogue from Clerks, you know, when they're talking about the Death Star and all of that. Give, give us that dialogue as Travolta. Can't do it. I don't remember I don't remember that exactly <laughs> wow. and I can't do a Travolta. <laughs> no, but I, I think the 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 biggest thing that this speaks to and and I'm actually okay with this even though I'd love to see a Clerks 3, but this clerks is is the movie this is this is kevin smith's baby right here this is what started it all he made the sequel and and people enjoyed that and people would absolutely love a third one but he's not going to you know try and do something like that and replace one of those iconic characters because those characters are based off of him and his friends you know the the character of randall if i remember right he based off his good friend brian johnson who is whoa of, ACDC? No, he's one of the hosts of uh, Tell Him Steve Dave, which oh. is where that came from. Walt Flanagan, Brian Johnson, and and on himself as well. That was cool. That's actually not bad, Jason. No oh, kidding. I was in a wow. Kudos. Yeah, a little to reverb you. to that. Oh man. <laughs> I think we're ready to go. We're Sweet, good. we could be an a new cover band. Um, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Podcast only, though. We, I can't move. <laughs> um, here's my other thought on this. Just be, so honestly, though, Clerks, great movie. Um, second one was enjoyable too. Yeah, but these guys are they shouldn't be working at these stores anymore at this point in their lives. <laughs> no, and you know, and if you remember in the second one, and the first one, obviously they're just the clerks. They're working there. Second one, yeah, they're in management. You know, stuff's going on there. And then in this third one, I'm trying to remember what he had said the premise was going to be is that they're they're in this uh, next... retirement home. Well, not quite that old because they're not that old. They're, you know, they'd be in their mid to late 40s, basically. But 
um, you, you know, he's looking at it as this was going to be the the summation of everything where they're where they ended up and and kind of passing the torch on and everything else and wrapping it up. But yeah, I, I I'm okay with this, you know, especially now that it has come out and he's made it official that hey, as much as we want to do it, I just can't do it without you know one of his guys on board because I think it would feel somehow cheap or, or somehow just dirty if if he just said well i'm making it anyways i'm getting someone else to fill your shoes so <laughs> maybe they, if they just got rosario dawson to dance some more <laughs> and just left it at that yeah well she's getting up there too though uh -oh. and she's busy with the netflix marvel marvel series right you know that right oh no i did not oh she's she's been she i know she she's been, been in uh, uh she was in Daredevil. That's the one I was thinking. Yeah, I'm trying to think if she's literally been in every single one. I, I don't know if she's shown up in Jessica Jones at all. Maybe. Just a brief cameo. Um, can't remember. I know she showed up in Punisher. I know she showed up in a few different plays. Yeah, most okay. of them. She's been in just about all of them. And plays a very, very awesome character. They they kind of the dub her as the night nurse. Yeah, The night nurse. That's yeah. a superhero character. You right. think she's on Facebook? Maybe. Huh. You know who's not? Her kids. Yep. Teens are ditching Facebook, guys. Yeah. About time. <laughs> a new Get study. off my Facebook lawn. <laughs> this is my social media. A new study has confirmed <laughs> what we've long expected. This just in. Facebook is no longer the most popular social media site. <laughs> Among teens aged 13 to 17... <laughs> <laughs> the Pew Research Center <laughs> revealed on Thursday that only 51% of teens use Facebook. It's a 20% drop since Ot15. And the last time the, <laughs> the last time the firm surveyed teens' social media habits was uh, 2015. Um, so YouTube is the most popular platform among teens. About 85% say they use it. Not surprisingly, teens are also active on Instagram, which is owned by Facebook. Am I right? Right. Am I uh, right? And Snapchat, so of course, numbers... is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Snapchat. But Most Twitter. people I know use Snapchat. I have never used it. No, I don't even. It does seem like every kid is on yeah. it. Yeah. I use Snurpchurt. It's a Snurpchurt. Snurpchurt. You guys want to use Snurpchurt? Ermagerd, you guys see what happened on Snurpchurt? <laughs> My Facebook. <laughs> First bird. First bird. Twitter. Let me. I wanted to ask you guys a question about something though in this story because they they talk about YouTube being the most popular platform among My teens tube. for social media. Is YouTube really social media? Yes. I mean, it, it, I know it, it is because you can interact and you can you you post stuff. You I suppose yeah. In fact, lately there's even people posting stuff without videos. There's a few that they can post a picture and say, this is what I'm working on and with a status update. And How do you do that without there being a video? It's got to be, it doesn't have to be a I don't video. Know. Still format. image. I don't know. Yeah. It's, so on, on my YouTube, I've got some things that I'm subscribed to and some of them, sometimes it's just a picture and it like, um, I subscribe to this lady named Luna Lee who does this, Whoa. Um, this, uh, uh, I, I can't even pronounce the name of the belly dance, but she does. <laughs> she does like American rock cover tunes on this old Asian instrument. Oh, and um, like she's she she posted a status update with links to her Facebook and just like a photo of herself hmm. on her feed. So it's it's did becoming it, did more. Did you have and more. to hit play on it though? And did it? No, stay there's nothing on the, to play. So it just it, was there. Just a, I didn't. I didn't yeah, realize you could feed. do that on Facebook or on YouTube. I mean, interesting. Yeah. It, 
it's a new feature that I saw starting to get used. Hmm. So. Now, if you if you're really into covers, the absolute best person that ever does any covers, uh, check it out on YouTube. Her name is uh, Jess Greenberg, so check her out. Uh, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful voice. Well, yeah, not bad, but. <laughs> There, there's the one, uh, Adam, you might have heard this. Jason, you might have too. Uh, who, who are they called now? My brain isn't working. Uh, postmodern something. Jukebox. Postmodern, postmodern jukebox. jukebox is good. They do all the current, like modern, different modern songs, and they do it like in the style of like jazz and, you know, the old. Yeah, like big band style. Yeah, yeah. It, that's mm -hmm. Some of that stuff's pretty cool. They have a pretty big I like 10 cast. second songs. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. I like all the different styles for the songs and stuff. Now, yeah, if you guys like funky stuff, yeah. Scary Pockets is a... Uh, <laughs> that, that, that's what they're called. They do phenomenal funk covers of regular tunes. It's really? awesome. Mm. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, Scary Pockets. They're awesome. Yeah. So are, are Actually, we surprised? The, the keyboardist for Scary Pockets is the CEO of Patreon. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So donate some money. Yeah. <laughs> are are so we anyway, surprised, though, by this... this uh, news out of the pew research center <laughs> pew pew no i'm not surprised at all because kids you know teens now i feel old for even saying it why yeah. would they want to hang out where their grandparents are all hanging out well yeah that's it i mean and i'm looking at these though to instagram i'm surprised instagram is that high although i guess not really but i, I know for me you might... would think snapchat would be higher because it does seem like most of my teenage employees that's that's all they ever talk about is yeah, but in this habit. You know why Snap is taking a hit is because of Instagram and Facebook completely ripping off everything you know Snapchat does with their story. Well, Instagram feature. ripped off Vine. They closed Vine down. Yeah. I hate you, Instagram. Well, and you look at it. And, and I don't want no ten seconds. I like my six seconds. <laughs> well, <laughs> when you look at it though, I mean, when Instagram <laughs> added in the ability to do the stories, as they call it. Uh, Facebook has stories now too, and when oh when, my grandmother used to watch her stories every afternoon. <laughs> well, when they started doing that, it's it's the the quick videos that end. You know, they they only last twenty four hours and they disappear. That kind of stuff. That's mm -hmm. straight out of Snapchat. All of these goofy little um, straight out of Snapchat. Yeah. Crazy mother truckers named Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> when you can when you can do the. <laughs> That was Adam at Digital yep. Suit. Yeah, right. It's my latest hit, Mother Truckers Named Instagram. <laughs> Showing that I am completely disconnected from, from all things that matter. Right. No, but all of the little filters that make you have the weird, you know, giant cat eyes and bunny ears and, you know, all that. So that's all out of Snapchat, all of those those kinds of effects and filters. And that's why I think you're seeing Snapchat lose ground a little bit. But Snurp shirt. Yeah, Instagram to me is <laughs> is popular with photographers. That's what I think of it as. Although you know, because everyone's putting out their work and trying to use it as a, a you know portfolio book to show and hopefully land clients. A lot of people don't use it that way either. But Twitter, kind of the same thing. I'm surprised. Actually, I'm surprised Twitter is that low at 32. percent Well, not with teens, I guess, but because there's hey, not. I don't see too many kids on Twitter. Just quick thing here, Dave. Uh, did you know what Cheese Whiz's favorite song is? Oh, no. Putting on the Ritz. <laughs> <laughs> I approve. <laughs> Thank I like you. That. Thank I you. I like it. I like it. No, Jason, I, I'll never forget that. I remember you calling me out on that one time years and years ago when we were hanging out, and 
I, I made some stupid joke and then had to explain it. And you're like, you know, a joke's not funny if you have to explain it. And I was humiliated. <laughs> but um, I did that in front of his girl. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I had I no can't girl remember. at the time. No. Oh, you have. You now, the did. one on here, Tumblr, is another interesting one. Tumblr. Now, I don't use Tumblr. I used to for a little while, but I just I stopped using it. I didn't care if I, it's kind of a, it's more of a a weird blogging platform than anything. I, I was surprised to see it considered social media. Hmm. Yeah. I actually know nothing about Tumblr. I've never used it. It, it can be cool. I mean, of course, it got inundated with a whole bunch of. I bought a rock tumbler a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah. No, there's, I made there's a lot some of gems and I made my wife a necklace and she thought it was real. You know, the, the easiest way to explain <laughs> Tumblr is kind of like if, if you think of Instagram or Facebook, things like that, it, you don't have a main feed necessarily. It, it you don't have a main like, feed. Yeah, it, it behaves like a blog in the sense that you have you your behave own, like a blog. You have your own address <laughs> and stuff. But, you have your own address, <laughs> but it it also you you can follow people, so then you can you go into this people. other section and just scroll through the the people's stuff that you follow. But yeah, there's there's a lot of pretty racy comment that gets out there too. So I don't know, it's kind of kind of a different different thing there. But I used to use it a lot in, instead I, of Instagram back in the day. Uh, that we spent enough time on that. It's time for a geek off. <laughs> I don't even know what that was. I'm not I think sure. it was a constipated dog. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> well, what I wanted to do, I saw a story online a little earlier this week, and I can I can talk about, about it Tremors coming to sci-fi. Nope, nothing to do with that. Um, okay, just an interesting. I, I thought it was an interesting geek off in the sense that it's not going to be so much a what would you rather do or whatever. It's more of a question, and so. In today's day and age, Jason, the answer is moops. Well, maybe movies, but <laughs> I'm uh, sorry, it's it's Moors. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Dave. Dave, did you ever watch Seinfeld? Not much. Not much. Oh, I've okay. seen episodes here and there. Greatest. Never no, it, it says more uh, moops. It says moops. <laughs> it's a misprint. It's the water Moors. was cold. The water was cold. <laughs> I just remember the uh, the man hands. Man hands episode, yeah, but no, I, I this topic came up, and Jason, you have an you have an Apple Watch, right? I show door series one because I'm a cheap son and of a son. Of show door series one. What there. is the Android equivalent to that called again? Well, they have all different kinds because like anybody Samsung, can make Android stuff, but yeah. yeah, Samsung has that's probably the big one. I can't remember what it's called. The Samsung well, Watch. Okay, so with with that in mind, now what I want to know, and, and I'll explain the reason why after you guys answer this, but should smartwatches oh, such pardon. as the Apple Watch or the Android equivalent be treated the same as a cell phone when you're behind the wheel? And what I mean by that is, should you be able to be fined by the police like you would for, say, texting while driving or distracted driving? Okay, can I answer this? I think I'm the only one with one, and I'm going to say yes. And uh, here's the here's the main reason why, because uh, I have my Apple Watch, right? So uh, at work, you know, I stress to all my employees, you are not allowed to have your cell phone on your person. It must be in your car turned off in your locker, et cetera. You're not allowed to have it on you. So I got my Apple Watch, right? And it just happened, I think it was yesterday or Friday. And uh, 
if you know what the the Apple Watch can do, everything. It's pretty amazing. But so I'm talking to some of my staff, and all of a sudden my uh, my watch starts ringing. You can actually make calls and answer, and t- it has a built-in mic and speaker. Uh, so so I, I look at my watch to see who it is, and I just hit decline, and then I go back to talk, and they're like, "You can't have your." The-. I said, "It's a watch, but it's mm. not just a watch." <laughs> So yes, I, I could see it's the same exact thing. You're driving and you're, you're trying to answer phones. You're, you're answering an email or a text. Yeah, I think it should be considered the same. Okay, you know I I kind of agree. Um, and but a lot of it's going to come down to what the law actually says. Yep. and what it well, extends duh. to. Jeez, Mister so, Obvious. <laughs> well, Minnesota, for instance, there's they don't we don't have a hands free law yet. But there is proposed legislation, mm-hmm. SF eight thirty seven to be exact. I just so happen. But to know police that. will stop you. Yep. Now I think it's going to be, while it's probably along the spirit of the proposed law to include those smart devices that are on your wrist, it's going to be hard for law enforcement to notice or catch. Wait, is he looking at his wrist? Well, <laughs> you know, you know, it's, what if you're glancing at it or, yeah. or your hand? You know, I don't know. Well, here's what the, about Google Lens. What if Google you switch? What if you get pulled over? You switch it out for a calculator watch. Oh, <laughs> and then you're, well, I was just doing some numbers. <laughs> well, and, and I think there's a distinction, obviously, to be made. If you were looking down with one hand on the wheel, you know, and your watch facing you and tapping on the screen or doing something. But the reason I bring this up, and I, I don't have the exact link. I happened to see it um, just while I was scrolling through on my phone and saw it somewhere, and I don't remember where. While driving? No, no, not while driving. <laughs> Over the weekend here, but there was. Uh, you don't drive on the weekend. No, I drive way too well, much. Well, you on quantified the that you weren't on your uh, phone while driving, and you're like, "Well, it was over the weekend," which leads people to believe that Dave does not drive on the weekend. Silly us. No, I I do drive on the Whoa. weekend. It's just while I was laying in bed or something, scrolling on my phone. But you drive while in bed? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I've got me one of them shagging wagons. <laughs> <laughs> and I just lay down, <laughs> lay down in the back seat, and really reach Everything up with turns some the sex with this guy. Adam. <laughs> oh come on, no! But I, I saw a story. <laughs> Do I make you horny, Randy? <laughs> Stop it! Oh, speaking of the show, fell again. Oh, I fell. No. So is that movie? No. <laughs> well, oh. I thought so too until my my kids this weekend made a comment about something about bellies or something, and I wanted to play the. Get in my belly sound clip, and so I pulled it up on uh, on Facebook or not Facebook on on YouTube, and we're trying to play it, and it was the the whole when he first comes walking in and stuff, and it's just one cuss word after that. I was like, oh, we're not listening to this. And, I don't even remember that. Oh man, of- it was. I mean, they announce them, and they're they're saying quite a bit, but but anyways, no, I saw a story, and what it was was this girl. I, I think she was probably college days, young adult. She was driving down the road, and police pulled her over and ticketed her for distracted driving. And it went to court, and I think it went to two different judges, actually. Supreme Court, maybe? I don't think it went to Supreme Court, but I think it did get appealed, went People's to a second court? judge. And the judges ruled that, yes, it is distracted driving. What she was doing, that she it was nighttime out, and the police had pulled her over because they saw the screen, uh, you know, the light from a device in the car. Now, that's all they saw. They pulled her over based on that. What had happened is while she was driving, she turned her hand, you know, her wrist, which apparently there's a motion you can make with your your hand that will activate it. It activated the watch. She looked at the time and hit the screen to turn it off or else, 
hit the button to to see the time or whatever it was, that was enough for them to say, nope, you were driving while distracted, and they wow. they find her and went through at least one judge and possibly two. I don't remember for sure. And it got me thinking because I could I agree with you guys in a lot of ways that. If you're there fiddling with it and checking your text messages or, you know, doing whatever else like that you're going to be doing, not while you're driving, keep your eyes on the road. But well, yeah, I would think that law enforcement, there, there has to be some kind of intent there. Yeah. So as you've been talking, I've been reading through the proposed legislation in Minnesota. Yeah. And what they're looking at is um, if the vehicle's in motion, mm-hmm. you know, it's the, the prohibited use is for the the device itself or the or the user of the device to initiate composed read or send an electric message. Right. So basically if you, you, you shouldn't be the one initiating things and you can't control if you receive a phone call and your phone lights up. Right. I think there's some real, I don't know what, I don't know the whole story on what you just described, right. but it sounds and like I, I wanted to get not the link. quite right. Yeah. I, I wanted to get the link and I, I couldn't find it, but yeah, that's, that's what they ticketed her for was because it lit up and that's all, that was enough to pull over. Now, granted, they're not going to know if you're, if you're passing someone, you know, the, the, the officers coming, driving towards you on a street and you're going the opposite directions, they're just going to see it lit up. They're not going to be able to see at night if you're texting or doing anything, they're just going to see things lit up. I wonder about that in my car all the time. I've got a little mount that sits down kind of off the, um, console just to my right a little bit. And I'll have podcasts yep. on or whatever, but when I have my phone plugged in charging, the screen yep. stays up, you know, so it, it shows me the, the podcast show art there and everything, you know, it's still, it doesn't lock again. And I never, it never bothers me. It's not shining in my eyes. It's kind of off to the side a little bit, but that light is in the car and it's like, oh man, I wonder, you know, if they pull me over, normally you'd turn off your radio and everything else. I'd almost have to just leave it all going and say, Hey, you know, what's going on? And you know, yeah, here's what I'm doing. It just it's over there. I don't look at it. Mm. It's just playing music, you know. But how many people use their phone to to stream Spotify while they're driving down, you know? They're sure. not looking at it. It's just on a random playlist. Well, it's the same as a GPS system. I mean, that's yeah. always lit up and on your dash when you're yep, driving. Exactly. I'd be really interested in talking to somebody that's in law enforcement yeah. on what they're seeing here because as technology's changing and the distraction stuff is becoming more and more prevalent. You know what? What are the what are their criteria for pulling you over? What have they seen out right. there? That's what I'd like to know. I mean, so. I can totally understand it if if they pull out. You know, they're driving behind you and they can see your head looking down constantly. Mm-hmm. That that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, I, I remember as a kid though too. Think about how much just the dashboard lights have changed in vehicles. Mm-hmm. You know, as a kid, everything was that that green or maybe it was fancy. You had a red one, you know, or, or all your dash lights were red. Ooh. Now these are these high-tech LED kind of displays. Oh, yeah. And, that, you know, you turn them down, yeah. but there's still a lot of light in that cabin yeah. from, from Well, you the, used to be able to see Paradise by the dashboard lights back in the day. But... <laughs> this is well, my true. stereo has that 7-inch display. I mean, it's it has a built-in... Uh, dvd player yeah you know and I, I can actually watch movies on my display if i wanted to yeah it's it's interesting i i know uh it, it just the story caught me and i thought you know this would be a good one to hear what you guys had to think about it especially since last week we had a good discussion about something that was not the geek off and i thought yeah that's a good thing to do in the geek off and let's let's talk about a topic like that and see what we think because i i don't know i think you know what what's the alternative if they stop you for something and say hey we're pulling you over because we think you were texting do you then take off your watch and have to let them look at it to see when the last text message was sent? Something I mean, like that. Yeah, I, I think there was actually some legislation proposed on allowing cops to look at that stuff. 
I don't know how the, I don't. That's I don't know. I'm not speaking. With, I'm not speaking with authority on that. Right, and well, and you'd think that gets into some pretty gray area regarding privacy, you know. Yep. And do you have a warrant to see that? You know what I mean. And so the alternative is, well, we're going to ticket you, we'll take it to court and fine you, and then we'll look at the dates and times on your phone and see if it matches up with ours. Which you know, I, I don't know what other alternative is. It's it's an interesting dilemma, really, and. You know, one that definitely needs to be addressed because there's oh way too many times where you see people driving down the road at 75 miles an hour and not even looking, both hands staring at a cell phone, you know. Yep. Or, but it's no but different I, than the women doing their makeup. You see, you know, the yep. old jokes about that. and Or guys doing their makeup. Well, Whatever. Sure. Anybody yeah, doing anyway, makeup. We're inclusive, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, good geek off here, uh, Dave. Uh, good to bring this up Yeah, here. good uh, topic. You know, yeah. the Geek Off, it's actually been a pretty good segment of ours. Uh, it's been going pretty good. It replaced, remember back in the day, uh, listeners, we used to do the, uh, uh, what was it, the riddle? And Oh, yeah. You know, it kind of hit or miss. And, you know, we retired that riddle, and uh, Dave come up with this uh, Geek Off, and we've been doing this for a while, and we're going to continue it. It's pretty good. And uh, we, you know... We jump into the show and we just, you know, we go full hog or full walrus, as we like to say now. <laughs> and uh, we we were going to do something at the top of the show, which we failed to do because we have another <laughs> new segment. Right. Yeah, another new segment that we're going to introduce at the end of this show. We were going to tease it a little bit at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, why don't I jump in here and let's tease it in the middle? You yeah, because we like getting teased in yeah. the middle. <laughs> we, we are all so brilliant. We literally... Oh <laughs> What did you say? Jason says we like getting teased in the middle. Mm. Oh, I didn't hear that. I talked over it. I'm kind of glad now. <laughs> yep, me too. No, I, we, we're so brilliant, though, that you know we talked about it literally like a minute before we hit record, <laughs> and then none of us remembered off the top. So what do we have as, as we leave the geek off? We're heading into that home stretch. Jason, you've got something here about some rock music and some uh, juicy E3 leaks. From the mm -hmm. show coming up now, do we want to do want to get into both of those or? Well, we're definitely yeah. Uh, I I didn't even look at the time. How's the time looking here, gentlemen? Oh, we're good. Yeah, time's like a decent. I just wanted to tease this new segment that we're going to have at the end. I mm -hmm. want people to you know not just. Yeah, I know when Adam starts telling you about how you can find us on the World Wide Web, you kind of tune out there, maybe even end the episode, but don't do that this week. <laughs> right. Let's listen through, and at the very end, we're going to have a brand new segment. It's going to be fun. You know, hopefully uh, everybody will enjoy it. So all we want to say right now is just stick around for it, and uh, let's get back to the topics, gentlemen. Okay, let's talk about music. Music. I love music. I heart music. Radio it is, remember? I heart radio, Adam. Jeez. Oh, okay. Get your social medias right. <laughs> <laughs> so the story popped up, and I I subscribe to a lot of different news sources and stuff, not only because of us doing the show and I like to be able to, anything new that pops up I want to hear about, but just out of general interest. And uh, this actually popped up now, Hearts and Wilson. Uh, it's coming out with a brand new album. It's called Immortal. And uh, it's it's a little bit different here. What she is doing is she's going to be covering uh, songs by dead rockers. Mm -hmm. So she's going to take, you know, some great songs by some people that have passed, you know, like uh, Chris Cornell and um, help me out here, guys. I don't have it right in front Glenn of Fry. Uh, they're perfect. George Michael, Jack Bruce from Cream. Oh, George Michael's dead? What? When did he die? Are you serious? 
Oh my God! Why didn't you guys let me know before he go go? <laughs> we didn't want to wake you up. Oh man, that was bad. <laughs> you know, sometimes when I try to hit these jokes, they don't always land. So, uh, but what do you guys think about this side? Uh, what, what do you think about somebody, you know, covering a bunch of songs by you know, the whole thing is? Well, is it that's sick? Cover band is it awesome? No, Nothing no. wrong with that at all. No, it's a. You can look at it as a tribute. You can look at it as a cover song. However. But there's there's nothing wrong with that. That's awesome. Yeah. Even I, though even though she's only covering songs from dead people, it's not like I'm covering some of the greats throughout history. No, I'm gonna get find these people that are dead. I'm gonna take their songs. And I'm gonna do redo them. Well, they all have still rights that are managed, and she's not just taking their songs. She had to get permission for all of these. I'm sure. Yep. But I, I don't see a problem with this. One of my favorite things to do in Spotify occasionally is I'll pull up a song that I really like and Dave's just do like, a dead people thing. <laughs> That's a silent <laughs> playlist, but <laughs> I deserved it. No, I'll pull up a song I really like and then I'll just look through the, the search results and, and listen because you'll find tons of different covers of songs a lot of times and it's really mm -hmm. cool to hear all these different takes on it now what she's doing is as far as the artists that have passed you know it's definitely like she talked about the title of this whole album is called immortal and so it's it's very clearly a tribute to these artists that were you know in in her eyes at least influential and in, in titans of of the industry that she wanted to kind of pay tribute to and i mean a, a lot of these songs they're they're not how would you put it? They're not always the big hits you know these artists for, you know, but there's a lot of big names on here that's, you know, should be interesting to hear what she does with the with the music. So I, th I think it could be cool. Yeah. yeah. I, when I was it coming it. out, did it say? It arrived September 14th via BMG. Gotcha. So go ahead and get your 50 albums for one penny and then never <laughs> buy another one again. Oh, <laughs> Yay. I forgot about that. I used to do it under so many different pseudonyms. <laughs> I had like thousands of records. I, I mean, wondered uh, why I kept CDs. getting bills all the time and never any albums. <laughs> David Slyduck, David Slyduck, David Skyduck. <laughs> <laughs> so E3 is coming up next week, guys. Yes, I'm so June, excited. June 12th through the 14th. And now there's already a ton of leaks out here. Mm -hmm. We've got a story from comicbook.com that's showing every E3 2018 leak so far, and they've got some pretty interesting ones in here. Fortnite from the Nintendo Switch, which has been nice. a, a rumor month. Uh, been a rumor for a month. It's been a rumor month, guys. Rumor month. That's a new word rumor coined month. by Dave. I mean, Adam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know your voices. Uh, this is Glenn from the Digital Soup Podcast. This is Lyle. Um, we've got Gears of War 5. <laughs> they got all kinds of game things and other titles that are... All kinds of game things. <laughs> all kinds of game stuff. Well, you got know. the electronic, uh, you know, uh, games. You know, we have kind of <laughs> traditionally. Last year, I know we did some big coverage. We we dedicated an episode, almost not entirely, but almost entirely to E three. Oh, we'll now, cover it again this year. I'm we sure we definitely will. But now, when are we going to do this? You know, just thinking here because the show is happening next week. Is it this coming week? Uh, the twelfth no. or the fourteenth? Yes, we record on, you know, a couple a day or two before it starts. So yeah, so the, it'll be like a week late unless we want to do something special. So two weeks. The episode two weeks from now for us is the one, and we'll we'll have to do a, a nice recap and spend a good chunk of time on this. So we won't uh, 
won't beat this horse to death right now. But the one that jumped yeah, out we'll at me. we'll wait later when we have more strength and we can really <laughs> Really put the boots to it. <laughs> Lay no, into them. <laughs> the, the one, we talked about this game and it just jumped out at me. Jason, I don't remember if this was the episode when just you and I were here, but we talked about the game Splinter Cell. No, we were all yes. here because you were, we were talking about it when you mentioned Metal Gear Solid. And actually, Five. when I re-listened to the episode, I was completely wrong. Uh, I said that Splinter Cell, uh, that the graphics didn't hold up. I wasn't even thinking about Splinter Cell. I was thinking of Siphon Filter. Oh, uh, on the oh. on the PS One. Yeah, yeah. I listened back to the episode. <laughs> and I'm like, you freaking idiot! But luckily, we don't have any listeners. So <laughs> Lots nobody of people said, anything. said that too. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But no, Splinter Cell. They're talking about a potential reboot of that series and other uh, game stuff. You know, yeah, other game stuff. <laughs> Games. This one Adam, Adam acts like he doesn't like games. I don't understand right. this guy. Well, this one sounded like it was right up Adam's alley here. It's called Overcooked 2. <laughs> yeah, if you've I, ever been over to Adam's house for dinner, that's exactly what you get. <laughs> Only when he's cooking. We that's do, what we, I'm saying. We're not we're not knocking his wife's cooking. Let's just uh, make okay, that yeah. clear. I'm like I better <laughs> yeah. make sure these germs are really good and dead. <laughs> yeah, let me leave it in. It says 40 minutes. We left minutes, it out all week hours. on the counter. Is <laughs> <laughs> this still good, honey? No, it's it's interesting this list you have though. See, is it just me or does a lot of this seem to be Switch news with the exception of Gears of War 5? Well, I guess there's a Halo 6, Forza Horizon 4, Sunset Overdrive 2. None of these are really jumping out at me because I don't own any of the systems. But <laughs> Well, here's the thing about E3, uh, Dave. They cover games that are out for current systems. <laughs> I know. I, I, need to get... I mean, where the heck is the second Genesis games? They yeah, haven't announced yeah. one yet. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing on my PC, actually, lately. Thank you. There's going to be a bunch of PC uh, information coming out, too. Right. Politically uh, correct information? Exactly. Right. Now, I do want to hit on this real, real fast because we had speculated about it. There's been a lot of news stories about it because uh, Nintendo did go and applied for some patents for... For a right. controller for the N64, well, f for something that now everybody knows is possibly the N64 Classic Edition, and that's that's one of the biggest uh, secrets that is not really a secret anymore. Is that we'll probably see an N64 Classic Edition come this Christmas. But uh, something that is interesting about it is it's leaked. It's not officially announced yet, but hopefully it does get announced is that Sony will be bringing out their PlayStation 1 Mini Classic Edition. Hmm. Now, yes, we we talk about this all the time. The games, the graphics don't hold up that well, but still, you know, it might be kind of interesting to get a system. They say it might have about 30 games on it. Hmm. And would you pick up one of those, Dave? I mean, I don't know if Adam ever had... Did you have a PlayStation 1, Adam? I did, yes. Oh, you did? Okay. Thinking back, yeah, I did have one. Okay, so we all owned one. I mean, what do you think? Eh. Do you think you'd pick this up, or would you rather go for the N64 you classic? Know, there are so many games and different platforms out there, I probably wouldn't bother. You yeah, wouldn't I bother mean, with any of them? Well, or just 64 the PS1? maybe, yeah, but not the PS1. Then. See, okay. and, and I guess it would depend what games, and if they do anything graphically to these games to make them a little... Clean them up a little. Yeah, bit, clean right? them up, polish them up Sharpen a little bit. Them. Yeah, make them a little, little easier to play because the PS One like easier on said, the eyes. Yeah, it, it's pretty <laughs> rough when you when you see it um, now. And so I, I guess it would depend on that and where the price is. But you know, I, I still think we had talked about it before. I might be more tempted to to go if I can get my hands on it. The you know NES and SNES classic versions. 
even over the 64 or any of that, because I just think it'd be, you know, a lot of fun to plug in when friends are over, or, you know, the kids want to play or stuff like that, but. Mm-hmm. Easy, plug and play, just right. go. Right. Plug it and play it. Right. Exactly. Set it, forget it. What? Wrong. <laughs> Wrong idea. There. Yeah. I, I. It should be interesting <laughs> to see what else comes out of here. I've been scrolling this article a little bit more, and it definitely, you know, goes through. Remember Fire Pro Wrestling? They've got a that new was the PS4. pure Japanese version. Yeah. A, a new PS4 release date coming, you know, rumored on here. And it's interesting because mm-hmm. it looks like they didn't make it look realistic like the WWE series. I mean, this looks like the old goofy looking series but it could be fun so you know i just realized that i cut adam off as he was uh uh reading this uh paragraph i wrote here and i wrote the last part of it specifically for him to read because i thought it would be hilarious and uh he didn't get to it so adam could you read that last line (laughs) will we finally get the announcement on the ps1 mini and the n64 mini or possibly another elf bowling sequel (laughs) now the now I was hoping you would because here's Adam. This is what our listeners have to know about Adam. Here's Adam. Here he we does go. not here's do any guy. show prep or read a dang thing before we hit that record button. <laughs> so I was hoping he would read that and be like, "In another Elf bowling sequel." <laughs> yeah, I thought he would be like, "What?" Nope. Right. I'm just but figuring it it's probably accurate. It didn't happen. Right. Well, we we will be, like we said, doing a, a bit of good coverage on the E3 show from this year. Hopefully there's some interesting stuff there to to find out for us. So, But that'll be a right, couple weeks right. out. Hey, I think it might be time for a little Gunna Geek. It is. And, you know, this week I wanted to take just a moment because, as you guys know, we are very proud members of the Gunna Geek Podcast Network. And we were talking about these mini classic series. And I just listened to this episode uh, the other day over the weekend here. And I thought it'd be a great time to talk about it. And that is the show Game Life Balance US. Uh, oh, I like Australia better. Well, they do. we do have them on the network as well. So you can check out both of them. Yeah, because they say crikey a lot. <laughs> and wallaby. Why do they say crikey a lot? Is that a, <laughs> is that a new saying? Crikey a lot. No, but okay. Uh, I'm sorry, I derailed you. Go ahead. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. So, Game Life Balance US podcast number 51. They are going through and, and basically the goal is to replay or or play through and see end credits on every single game on the mini SNES Classic. And this week they're uh, about halfway through their their playthrough here of all the games, but they are talking about F Zero. Name of the episode: Can you be nostalgic for a bad game? And what it says, Cody and John attempt to explain F-Zero after playing it on the SNES Classic. The episode features a cameo reference to a game called Twisted Tales of Spike McFang and an uncharacteristically (laughs) heartwarming story from Australia, which is objectively one of the most brutal and dangerous places on the face of the earth. Earth, excuse me. Plus, get an update on what's going on in Cody and John's lives for once, because, spoiler alert, as the title says, they weren't big fans of F-Zero. So go check that out over on GunnaGeek.com. Really a, a fun show if you're into gaming and different things there, and they put together a really, really nice podcast. So. So I threw this in here for you guys. This is a uh, an app, a, a game that's available on iOS and Android. Now, last weekend, for whatever reason, every now and then I do this. I just jumped into the uh, the App Store on my iPhone, 
and decided to kind of look around at the, you know, what's, what are the top (laughs) recommendations? What are the things that are popular? See what's out there in the gaming and app app where usually it's photo editing and video editing apps and in games. And I don't play a ton of games on my phone, but this one looked interesting. It's called granny. Have you guys heard of this at all? No, this is the first time I've ever read the story. Okay, so they recommend <laughs> playing this with headphones. How on unusual! Because it, it looks it, freaky, though. Yeah, it, it's kind of creepy. And in the, the the idea, it says uh, from the app store. The game description from the app store says, "Welcome to Granny. Granny keeps you locked in her house. Now you have to try and get out of her house, but be careful and quiet. She hears everything. If you drop something on the floor, she hears it and comes running." You can hide in wardrobes or under beds. You have five days. Good luck. Can you make it out alive? Now, when they say she comes running, what they don't say is that when she gets to you, what happens quickly, she basically brains you, you know, beats you upside the head with like a (laughs) big pipe or I don't know what she hits you with a bat or something. So what you're saying is she did it like this? She, She did it like that? Yeah. She did it with a wiffle ball bat so... Well, it's no wiffle ball bat because you're on the run because she's got a gun. <laughs> no, Granny doesn't have a gun, nor does Janie. But um, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> no, it's it's kind of a weird like. It, it reminds me a little bit where you have to you know figure out your way to solve your way out of this thing and find items to unlock this or do that. A little bit in the sense that. Um, Maniac Mansion, if you remember that, how you kind of just wander around this house trying to escape and save your friends or whatever. Um, it, but it's creepy. But they do recommend play it with your headphones on at, at a good volume because there's a lot of, you know, sound has a big impact on this, of course. And so it, I've played it just a little bit and was very terrible at it because I wasn't, <laughs> I didn't have headphones and it was a noisy living room and my kids were running around. But I mean, <laughs> Not the right atmosphere for a creepy right. atmosphere. Yeah. Game. And, it, you know, it's, it's the, the first you, you, you kind of start out in this room. It's like a bedroom or something. And there's nothing in there besides a bed and like a, a wardrobe closet. And there's a small table with a vase on it. And, I, I, the door is locked. You can't get out. And you, so all I all I could figure out to do was I grabbed the vase, dropped it on the floor, ran and hid in the closet till she came in and then left. And she left the door open. And that's the kind of gameplay you're looking at. It, it's kind of fun. Cool. But uh, now I have not played this yet. But uh, from Dave describing it and me reading the description, mm-hmm. uh, see how accurate this is. I uh, for our listeners, picture this. A combination of a quiet place and hello neighbor. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's what I kind of think. I mean, it's it, it's the hello neighbor type thing, but you have to be, you know, you can't make any sound, otherwise they're going to be right on top of you. Right, so. yeah. And it, that that's a pretty good description, yeah. Damn, yeah. I'm good. Yeah, and it's, it's just kind of fun. And when they say you have five days, that's basically you have five lives because, you know, every time mm-hmm. she catches you and clubs you upside the head – a day passes, you're dead. You wake up. It's that, day that's two, so day funny three. because every single time the neighbor catches you and hello neighbor, you wake up the next day. Yeah, yeah. And so, so very similar, I'm sure, inspired. But it's 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 been out a little while, I guess. But it's it's definitely kind of one of those creepy but fun games cool. to to check out. Now the author of this game, Dennis Vukanovic, if I'm pronouncing that right, has a bunch of different horror games in the iPhone, iPad apps, oh, including really? like. Slenderman and Slendrina, the forest, and a bunch of different ones to check out. Hmm. Looks like that's kind of his uh, his genre. So interesting stuff. They, they've got Very. some pretty good reviews in here. 
yeah it's it's something fun to check out some this different. you know based on after playing the forest and i kind of talked about how i like some of these creepy games um i'll try this granny out it sounds cool give it a shot yeah <laughs> that's not the first never mind <laughs> <laughs> you know what Could've well with that man. guys uh, it's time to bring our show towards the end of the show just towards it, it but not at towards it towards it of course we have an all brand new designed by Dave digitalsuitpodcast.com for you guys mm-hmm. to check out. Um, oh, yeah, we've we kind of reformatted that. things so that we have a, a little better access and easier way to look at all of our different articles and stories. Of course, we have more than just our, our actual podcast episodes on there. We've got articles and reviews and other cool stuff, including links to all of our social media where we would love to interact more with our listeners. And so please check that out. Like, subscribe, uh, leave a review. Anywhere where you listen to podcasts, you can find us. So from all of us at the Digital Soup Podcast, all of you guys out there, it might be time for a little bit of dinner music. I think so. Let's let's uh, give the listeners, stick around right after the credits and we say farewell. We're going to give you a little bit of, uh, I think what we're going with as far as the name right now, the Digital Soup Unsigned Music Spotlight also known shorthand as dinner music. Who do we have this week, Jason? This week we have a group uh, straight from Stockholm, Sweden. You know, for the very first one, we had to pick somebody from as far away as we possibly could. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, but it's a uh, group, uh, that they go by the name Wanna Cries, and they're a hard rock band, uh, as I said, based in so- Stockholm, Sweden. Now, it was formed by two IT guys. These are, you know, right up our alley because Adam's an IT guy. Uh, we all love the movie It, so it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and one day back in 2017, they did decide to start a band together. Now, they've both been playing music in you know different shapes and forms for over 20 years. Now, Daniel, he does handle the bass, and he does the singing and the screaming into the microphone. And I hope I'm pronouncing this right. I should have got with Daniel and uh, figured out uh, exactly how you pronounce it. It's just P-E-R, so I'm going to say per, as their website here sh- uh, says. It does, he is the guitar hero and studio genius. So nice. I'm a assuming that he's the one that does all the mixing daniel's the screamer and uh you know purr is the guy that uh you know puts together uh everything and makes it sound great awesome so before you hit that play button i just want to add a couple of things to this new segment that we're doing guys these are so if you are wondering you know i need to listen to some new tunes maybe something i've never heard before the the artists that we're going to feature on our podcast are going to be unsigned and they've properly licensed the the music with us for us to use. And we have that all in writing, so we are good to go. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to get some of those disclaimers out there. Right. I hope you enjoy it. And uh, hopefully maybe you can discover a band that you really like that you can follow and give them a little bit of a little bit more following too. And we'll definitely have all of their contact information on, you know, our show notes here. So, you know, if you want to go to their website and uh, take a listen to the rest of their uh, catalog, feel free to do that. And last thing, before we get out of here, we should clarify too. (laughs) Let's clarify. Clarify this, that not all of these groups or song selections are going to be necessarily reflective of our individual music taste. We're just trying to bring a large variety of different stuff out there, much like we do with this show keeping the topics varied and everything else because we realize everyone's tastes are different and if we can help these people that 
you know, these bands and groups that have no contracts right now. They're just trying to make a name for themselves, regardless of what style of music it is. It's still cool to support other artists. And mm-hmm. that's that's what we're really doing. This isn't us saying, this is the best music in the world because we love this. Some of it might be great. Some of it we might love. Some of it maybe isn't our thing, but maybe you'll love it. So keep that in mind and give them the respect to, to take a listen at the end of the show here. So Adam, what do you say we get out of here? That sounds good. Later, Gators. Welcome to the Digital Soup Coliseum. We have a great show for you tonight. Coming to the stage all the way from Stockholm, Sweden. Make some noise for WannaCries! Noise out of the blue.